0: Hello my friend, thanks for checking out the Purpose Mastermind podcast today. You know, life is incredibly simple, but it's very deep when when we let life get complex and it gets confusing. You and I as humans, we are in trouble because we're just not very smart. <laughs> I think the I think the basic default human setting for a human is uh, we're not very smart. You know, I'm I'm sitting here drinking a raspberry tea, and it tastes so good. But I'm kind of proud of myself, and here's why: it's only uh, three o'clock, and I'm finishing off this tea. You know how many times I allowed myself as a person to drink something with caffeine after six o'clock at night, and then I would wonder why it's midnight and I'm nowhere near being tired, and I have finally learnt. I have grown myself up. I have (laughs) learned. I can't drink tea after about four o'clock in the evening. Isn't it amazing? Have you ever caught yourself like, like missing something so simple in life? Maybe something frustrated you for a long time and then you finally just realized, oh, yesterday I was getting some exercise and I was playing disc golf for exercise and I threw a couple of, uh, discs into this dry Creek bed and you might say, why'd you throw two? Well, I threw the first one in and I, it wasn't my target, but I threw the first one in. I was like, well, I might as well try again because if the other one goes in, I'm going down there to retrieve one. I might as well retrieve two. So sure enough, I tried again and I had the same failed result of throwing it into the Creek bed. But because it's dry, I was like, I'm not going to have trouble. And so I go and retrieve one disc. And then the second one seemed to have disappeared. And I looked and I looked and I looked. There's weeds growing up and probably about knee high everywhere, but it wasn't really thick. And I was just, I was just dumbfounded. Where could this disc possibly be? I probably spent 10 minutes, and the only reason I looked so long is because this disc was a friend of mine. I didn't want to lose his. If I lost mine, I could have walked away. So I looked for 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden, a stranger came by who was playing in the park as well, and he said, so you're you're looking for one? When did you lose it? I said, well, 10 minutes ago. And as I was talking to him, I took a couple more steps, and, and there was this disc. I had to walk past this disc, probably 20 times. And for whatever reason, the way I walked past this thing, I just never saw it. And and, the, and if you looked at this thing, if I snapped a picture of it, you would say, well, it's impossible to not see that. Yet somehow I didn't see it. Let me tell you a funny story about my daughter. My daughter is a brilliant young lady. She's uh, 27 now. She is brilliant. I am proud of her. She is uh her wisdom is very high. she's got so much wisdom she's got courage tenacity uh i won't say too much more about Kelsey, but I'm just so proud of her. but let me tell you a moment when she was about twenty one she had she was out of the house at this point living with a friend in a house and she had a problem with her car. One of her car tires kept getting low and she would keep me posted. She'd call me and say, dad, it's low. And I took it to the tire place and they said they couldn't find anything. And, but now a week later it's happened again. And this went on for about a month. And then she called me again and she said, dad, my tire, it's going low again. It was never all the way flat, just low. And she said, you know, what's weird dad but every time my, my tire gets low, it's, it, it only gets low on the bottom. I'm pausing right now because I think you're pausing as well as, a, as you listen to this story. I think to myself, here's my daughter, very intelligent, a lot of wisdom. I, I paid for her to get a private school education. And um, yet she just made that comment to me. Anyway, I'm going somewhere today. Life is very simple. It's the simple stuff in life that we do that leads to a life of legacy and fruitfulness. It's the simple stuff we neglect that lead to some of the most destructive, dark situations in life. And there's a simple ingredient that I want to talk about today. That I tell you as I tell this as I, as I tell you about this today, I want you to hear this, I want you to hear me saying this f- with with the grandpa heart that I have. Yesterday was my granddaughter Ruby's first birthday, and today is my grandson Jace, his first birthday. and these things I'm telling you, I promise you. I'm going to instill this message into their life every chance I can get. Here is a missing ingredient in people's lives. I said this to a group of men just yesterday, sitting at a table. I said, men, what I see in people's lives, and this was a faith-based group I was sitting in. I said, here's what I see in people's lives, of what causes them to be held back, and to live far less, far beneath what they were made for. Why people live frustrated. Here's why. We live a life, and in our life, we have the presence of deflating negative relationships, and we have the absence of powerful, life-giving relationships. I will communicate these things to baby Jace and baby Ruby when they're three, five, seven, nine, twelve. I'll communicate these things to them. You see, as human beings, we don't know, we don't instinctually know how to connect with people. I think in our heart, we have the intentions of having something great with other people. But I think that we have instincts that, that betray us from being able to develop these great things with people. For instance, I may want to have a great, I I may want to have great friendships with people, but my instincts, I might be more insecure than I am intentional in developing relationships. I want to protect my image with people. We might be guarded with people. I think about for so long in my life, I was a man that wanted to have great relationship. When I saw people, I got excited. I really did. But I always felt like I was a third wheel. I could never figure out why I couldn't be more connected to people. I I felt like no one really wanted me. Even when when I taught at a Christian school full of a bunch of great people, great teachers and staff, yet somehow I always felt like I was on the outside looking in at relationships. Looking back, I now know what it was. I wasn't an authentic person. Don't get me wrong it wasn't that I was a fraud I wasn't living a double life but to be authentic is the ability to be real with people but I was a person always trying to prove myself to people I I was I was always sure to hide any weakness I had I would never admit any fear I wanted to project who I was to people, protect my reputation, and project an image. I'm going to say that again. Protect my reputation, project an image. Can I tell you something, friends? Living like that caused me to have a wall between me and people. I couldn't see that wall. They couldn't see that wall. But they could feel it people can smell a lack of authenticity. People can feel a lack of authenticity. And that was the thing that held me back from the intentions I had of having good relationship with people because of my inability to be authentic. My instincts prevented me from my intentions. My friend, that is the very core of humanity is that our intentions are generally pretty good for many people. I would say the majority of people, our intentions are good, but our problem is our core human instincts are lousy and they betray us. This is why vulnerability is so important. Because vulnerability gives us the eyesight to see who we really are. Vulnerability enables us to have authenticity because if I am able to be vulnerable, when I walk into a room, I have nothing to prove to people. So I can just show up and be me. I don't have to pretend anything in front of people. And when a person has nothing to prove, and a person doesn't pretend, and they just show up, people can sense the freedom of an authentic person. And people will be drawn to that. Maybe not all people. Some people are afraid of the authentic. But it's amazing how the walls come down you see friendship it's not a skill having a great relationship is not a skill i don't think you really learn like skills for having great relationship i think it, it i think it comes more organically just out of who you are as a person and there's nothing more more uh, compelling or attractive to other people than when someone is authentic. And so this is something we can all do. So when we try to hide our weaknesses, what we end up doing is try we try to impress people. And all that does is turn people off. So if if you try to impress me as a person, here's what I know. You don't care about me. You care about what I think of you. I know that because I used to be that man. But I never saw it. I wondered what people thought of me. I wondered if people judged me. What I didn't wonder a lot is what I thought of people and how I could show up and be present with them. When I became vulnerable as a person, it gave me eyesight that gave me insight to see who I really was. And now I tell you, it's so refreshing. I just met a man today. I, I met him briefly and we wanted to connect for, for a breakfast. And it's so refreshing because I know in that entire time that we're together, I have zero to prove to that man. I don't have to pre-think, I don't have to like figure out what agenda, I don't have to figure out how to get him to like me. I'm just gonna be me every single second. That is the, That is the great gift of vulnerability. It enables us to be authentic, which means we never have to pretend and we never have anything to prove. You see, life is not about being impressive for people. It's about living a life of service for people. My friend, I don't know the story of your life, but what if you could live as if you have nothing to prove? What if you could walk into every room and instead of wondering the agendas of people and wondering how to present yourself to people, wondering what we will think of you, what if you just walk into the room and boy and think, "Boy, I bet I can help someone in this room and to walk into every room in your life and just be nothing to prove everything to give." So it's a shift. For me to have that shift, I had to be vulnerable as a man and stop hiding my problems. That's what I had to do. And when I stopped hiding my struggles, I gained a freedom. And that freedom was not to just quickly eliminate all my problems. The freedom was I no longer live my life trying to hide my problems. I spend my life living my purpose. You hear what I said? People tend to think that freedom is when you no longer have problems. No, freedom is when you no longer hide your problems. Freedom is when you go be who you were made to be in spite of any problems. My friend, you and I will always have problems. The question is, do we let our problems become the identity and focus of our life? What we can do with this shift, and you have to be authentic to do this, you get to be authentic and do this, is to boldly show up and pursue your purpose and give your gift to people. And at the same time, you're honest about struggles at the same time. I'm working with a man right now. I'd like to say I'm in a relationship with a man right now because I don't, I don't work on people i work with people so he has some things that he's trying to overcome in his life and and when we sit down i don't present myself as the impressive human and he's the struggling human when we sit at that table he's a king and i'm a king and we speak as kings when we met yesterday I told him about struggles I'm having and some things I want to overcome physically. And the whole time we met, he gave me input on great wisdom he has about physical health and fitness and exercise and whatnot. And he just spoke into my life. Oftentimes with leadership, we think I need to be in the I need to be the person in every conversation. I need to be the person in the room that shows people I know it all. I've got it all going. Nothing is wrong with me. I've got it all figured out. I don't need anything. This is a false kind of leadership that is so unnecessary and it's not helpful. As I close, I'll tell you a story. A man sent me this message yesterday. It was based on a conversation. He said, I just thought of this, but several years ago, I had a friend that I worked with. He was a guy that always had something to prove. He was excellent at everything. He had to make sure he had knowledge in everything. Image was everything to this guy, even down to his immaculate lawn, that he continually bragged about. This man continues in the text message. He says this, I I even witnessed him research questions about things because he wanted to make sure he could be relevant in every conversation. He even had a vasectomy early in life because life was all about himself. And then my friend finishes with this, simple sentence. About five years ago, this man walked into the woods, put a gun to his chest and pulled the trigger. My friend, I want to speak to you the way I would speak to my grandson or granddaughter. You have nothing to prove to anyone. And if you have people in your life that pressure you to prove yourself to them, you need to get different people in your life. To be human is not this experience of of king of the mountain, where we're all trying to prove some supposed greatness to others. So we arrive at some destination where everyone looks up to us and says, wow, you are it my friend there's no such thing life is not about proving ourselves to people it's about giving ourselves to people and so i wish we were i wish we were just in the same room right now eyeball to eyeball i want to repeat this to you you have nothing to prove to anyone people need the gift of the authentic you i promise People need the gift of the authentic you. And, and, and you can, you can make that shift. It's going to take some vulnerable steps, but you can make that shift. My friend, thank you for listening. I hope this has been helpful to you. If you have a friend that feels that you feel like is living an isolated life and is trying to prove themselves to people. Maybe send them this episode. By the way, if you want to help us in any way, we always need help. Adina and I are just two people wanting to make a difference in the world. The mission is big. If you're listening to this, quite frankly, you are not a potential client of ours. You're not a listener of ours. We'd rather see you, and uh, hope you see this, that you're just a teammate of ours. We're in this thing of called life together. And you and I, with Adina and the people you know, we can all make a big difference in this world by living our best, bold, authentic life. And that's what I wish for you. Live your best, bold life. My friend, thank you for listening. I remind you, your life has a purpose. You can know that purpose. And you can be set free from anything that's holding you back from living it out boldly, not go take on the day.